Just talking like this. Talking like this. Yeah, good. good. Brennan's butchery. Beef. Bulgogi. What is going on over there? He's reading things from the IKEA catalog. Read them in like a seductive kind of voice. I don't think I've got a seductive bone in my body. Let's go, yeah, Eric. Come on. You said IKEA, but you mean Aldi. The finer cuisine. All right, Eric, seduction time. <laughs> Love this. Look at our premium cuts. Ooh, premium Ooh. cuts. Tell us more about those premium cuts, Eric. <laughs> well, it's it. Well, with them, it's easy to whip up something special. <laughs> with all the trimmings. <laughs> well, uh, yeah. Yeah, it's a lovely Sunday spring afternoon here in Melbourne. It's a, a pleasant 20-something degrees. It is uh, early afternoon. And this is episode 29 of the Barry Bullock Hour. Our little podcast has got one year of good times and then they become a serious adult. Serious <laughs> prime number. With mortgages oh. and <laughs> business suits. Easy. So yeah, look for, looking easy. forward next year, 2020, to the Barry Bullock Hour become a serious finance podcast. <laughs> Eric, you got any financial advice for the kids out there? Buy low. Sell high. Yes! <laughs> It's cracking advice. Callum, any uh, financial advice for the youngsters out there? Um, well, we just bought. We as of today, Clem and I. Well, Clem and I have actually just yep. signed the papers to buy our apartment. It's because you're a serious adult. Yeah, yeah. serious. A little adult. bit older than twenty nine, in fact, as as we all are. Well, yeah, you're in your thirties. That's that's the point. Serious. That last year was a home. It was a ripper. And then you turned thirty. <laughs> Well, I was. I'm. I'm this is. I'm about to. I'm turning thirty-two. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. Yeah. This is the thirties. This is the age of Woo! serious financial decisions. Serious financial decisions. I'm buying Bitcoin. <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, I'm going to buy Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, just a, just a little slither. Also, gamble a little bit. Also, on gonna, on the New York Patriots. I am going to have. I'm going to have a Failing. cheeky. I'm not going to bet on the Patriots. I'm going to bet bet on the Giants to beat the Patriots in Boston. Um, but yes, as we say, a beautiful, uh, beautiful spring day. We're going to go out later on and have a bit of a race. But first, we've got well, quite a lot of important business to get through. Um, yep. This is a, this is an exciting. I have to say, I'm, I, I haven't been more excited to do a podcast yeah. um, since possibly the finale of Australia's worst beer. Um, because what we got coming up later on is just, I mean, five years in the making. Let's be mm. honest. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's almost as long as a podcast itself. Um, it's not really a spoiler if you say what's happening later on the podcast, right? No, is that, I don't say no. Um, we're going to be we're going to be trying uh, we're going to be trying some uh, just incredible beers from our uh, arguably our favourite brewery, Garage Project. Yeah. Um, but before we try. Um, Oh, the most incredible side-by-side tasting. I'm so excited. Oh, my God. Um, but before we get to that, we have to go through the drudgery. That is the Resh's Challenge. <laughs> now, if I remember rightly, um, Eric, you are you are owed a Resh's from your hey. sports betting, sports predicting Sorry. failures from the last, well, from two episodes ago. Rush. What an idiot! What? Ah. <laughs> Russia, let me down. Sorry. Um, so, should, would, would you like to drink that now, Eric? Yes, yes, okay. please. Yeah, I've been, we'll I've put been. that there. All that, but maybe hold off on a second because, um, as we all know, the Russia's challenge are challenges that can be um, 
uh, doled out uh, where the forfeit is a uh, room temperature expired reshes. The uh, the vintage of reshes I've just given Eric mm-hmm. is a t- uh, 23rd of April, 17. That's a couple oh, of years. That's two and a half years old, that fine, vintage. Beautiful. Fine year for reshes. Um, and so the theory behind the reshes challenge is it's one way to get rid of all this disgusting reshes that I've got. <laughs> and so you can basically frame the challenge any way that you want. Um, I'm going to... I've got a challenge for Cal. Callum, who's getting a phone call right now. Apologies, that's really bad timing for me. It's from Clem. Should oh, we, okay. We'll fang, we'll fang her on. Hang on. We'll fang her on. Um, hello, Clem. Hello. Hey, Clem, you're on the podcast. Say hi to everybody. I'm on the Oh, hello. It's hello. a phone-in. It is a phone-in. Yeah. What's up? Um, I have some new recruits for the, for the race. Yay! Yay! Great quality Yay. stuff. So, so uh, have you guys decided where you're meeting up? Um, yes, we are meeting... Is it... Is the it Queen, Queen, Queen Vic Market next to the McDonald's. Great. Fantastic. At 3 o'clock. Okay. At 3 o'clock? Yeah. How many people you got? Thanks for having me on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so good from you. So good from you. Um, is your first call in? I don't know. Probably not. No, we've called no, him. We we've called. We've called it Big Dog a couple of times. And we might call Big Dog later. And we've also called um, Bill once. Oh yeah, we that called Bill once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was a good time. Oh, amazing. Oh, but but time. you claim you you you're a star. You're a star. And and thank well, you for the good news. I'm gonna. Okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, love you. See ya. Okay, bye. Bye. What did I say bye? That was weird. Um, <laughs> um, I'm a listener. First time caller. Well, that was an unexpected <laughs> interview. So, so, sorry. Uh, you, you, unexpected phone-ins is what you want. Good times. Um, I've got a Rish's challenge for Callum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, so, so basically, the, the simplest Rish's challenge for me is... Um, is, is you set someone a challenge. In this, in this instance, if Callum successfully completes the challenge, I will drink the disgusting Rish's Pilsner. And if Callum fails the challenge, he will have to um, drink the Rish's Pilsner. Which I and, really don't want to which do. Which he really doesn't want to do. And, really I, don't. and I've come up with something that is, is pretty bloody daft. It's pretty fun. <laughs> um, so, Cal, do you want to grab that blindfold there? A yep. traditional Barry Bullockauer. Uh, tasting blindfold, Fantastic. which is of course one of my freshly laundered T-shirts. Hey, and also the Japan Droids T-shirt. It is. It? I was wearing it earlier today. The lovely Japan Droids. I didn't wear it today, but that would have been excellent if I. Oh my that would have been. Good. Would have been good. Um, uh, my rush's challenge for Cal is is quite a simple one. Mm. I am placed. Well, Eric is in fact placing before you mm. a um, a bowl of fruit salad. Okay. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> Cal, here's a spoon. You want to put your hand out? So there's a spoon. Yep, yep. And then put your other hand out. There's the bowl. Thank you. So I've placed before you a bowl of fruit Ooh, salad and a spoon. Yeah, it's been in the fridge. Yep. Um, but I have added a secret ingredient oh to the fruit salad. Oh, is it precious? Because that would be brutal. It would be brutal. Um... So Cal, yep. you've got thirty seconds. 30 when I seconds. don't look, you little cheating I'm not, bugger. I'm not, no, I'm just trying to get this out of my 
out of my. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure it doesn't get into. Like you're not getting it out of your eyes. No, no, um, no, 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 you've no. got 30 seconds using the gift of your mouth yep. to tell me <laughs> what oh, is the mystery ingredient. Can I, can I have a second to compose myself? Is you can have a second to compose yourself. Right. You yeah. let me know when you're can, ready. So I need, I've got 30 seconds. I've got to eat the fruit salad. Do I have to complete, completely eat? No, the no. Fruit salad? All you have to do is is tell me what the mystery, the mystery ingredient, ingredient is. is. So all you're doing is trying to taste. For the mystery ingredient. I'm kind of wishing that the shirt wasn't quite so... like Not like I wish that you'd worn it to a game of futsal or something, but it wasn't quite so freshly laundered because I'm getting a lot of aromas of kind of okay. delightful fresh laundry smells. Well, I mean, yeah. My unfreshly, my freshly unlaundered yeah, clothes probably wouldn't, not, wouldn't help to either. either. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. But I... I yeah. I, okay, I, okay, okay. So, so, so I need to... Just, just to clarify... I have 30 seconds within which to tell you... Identify the mystery ingredient. Okay, well, I, well, Mystery ingredient. So it's yeah. it's something, to clarify, it's something that you would not expect to be in fruit salad. Or Absolutely. It's just not fruit. Just not fruit. A it's something, it's something yes. that shouldn't be in a fruit oh, salad. Jesus, it sounds awful. Is it meat? No, it's not meat. What <laughs> <laughs> kind of psychotic do you think I am? <laughs> Putting well, meat was, in a fruit salad. No, that it's would probably be fruit It's Jimbo, something right? that you are allowed to eat. <laughs> I didn't, all right, all right, didn't all right. put a fucking Italian meatball in the fruit salad. Some <laughs> moron, do you think I am? All right. Okay. All right, so all you right. have so, thirty seconds to shit. identify the mystery ingredient. All right. Are yeah. you ready? Yep. Starting now. Interesting. He's going. going he's, in. he's, he's not going one piece at a time. He's going what? everything in. This is. I bold. think. It, I think a, it might help him so zero I'd be, in. I would, I'd, I'd be going one piece of fruit at a time. Oh, it's so now there's some. Now there's some. Wow. And now he shunned the spoon. He he's, shunned the spoon, and he's wow. going with the fingers. Well, he's introduced a new he, sense now. Thinking, I thought, is he thinking that it's going to be by touch? This was Callum. God's you got, gift you've got taste ten seconds. Have you got any? Guesses? I got no idea. I've got no idea. What? What are you putting here? All right, it's time. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I thought that would be. Is it obvious visually or something? Or I can I, spot it from across the table. Yeah, but because you know, taste, <laughs> taste wise. Well, I I thought, thought that that would. Um, I thought that would potentially be easier than it was. I think we've got Kieran's special recipe fruit salad here because <laughs> it sounds like it's it's if anything it's a boost. You like would, that? Would you like? Fruit salad, right? Would you like another thirty seconds? I. I would that well, I don't know 20 I, I, I honestly I don't have the foggiest what it is like I, I literally have no my idea my thought it is just tastes the, like fruit salad to me so my thought is that the syrup or the juice that it's sitting in has kind of has tainted the butt. soaked into the mystery component and kind of hidden it hmm yeah, yeah I think you're right me right Eric because that's a potent syrup okay alright 15 more seconds okay. starting now I wonder if you went individual bit by bit, if you could identify... That's what I thought he would do. Maybe not even what it is, but just that this is the odd one out. <laughs> maybe the vine. It is delicious. He is eating it. With and gusto. That is another 15 seconds. I may have let Callum up the, <laughs> the garden path of that one. I'm fascinated by this one. This is... All right, um... Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try and logic this out. I, I think, yeah, that it's probably a vegetable, yeah, that is of a similar sort of consistency to a fruit. This is just my, I don't really know what it is. Yeah, I'm guessing that it's something very inobtrusive that you've hidden amongst the flavors of the other, um, other fruits. But 
okay. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking something along the lines of like uh, now. Don't don't no indication. You can you can make faces at each other if you like, but. I'm just gonna try and noodle this out. I was just thinking your time is well and truly elapsed, but that's fine. <laughs> oh, well, uh, so, no, fair enough. Okay, but I don't want to drink a rashes. Oh, no. I'm gonna take a stab in the dark. I think it was a vegetable, and I mm. think it was a fairly boring vegetable. It can't have been potato because you can't have uncooked potato. But I reckon it Can't was... you? No, it's really bad for you. Gives is you, it? Gives you indigestion. Oh, whoa. Have was we got any indigestion tablets? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I see what you did there. No. Um, oh, I, see, but I know that you, I know you. You're a gourmet. You wouldn't have. I reckon. Oh, I'm going to throw this out there. I reckon it was radish. Oh, oh not a bad guess. No. Oh, <laughs> the secret ingredient. The, the, the secret, secret ingredient, ingredient was, was a lock of Kieran's hair. <laughs> <laughs> I can see now why that that would be really obvious visually. Yeah, yeah. The secret ingredient was carrot. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna try that without looking at it. I'm gonna see okay. if I can taste it. Cause... See, this is this is the problem. This is this is my issue, Calum, with your technique. Is you take a whole spoonful of all the fruits, and obviously. Whoa. All of the fruits are going to be overpowering the carrot. I would be tasting one... If you said to me, identify... It's really hard to pick out one piece with a spoon with a blindfold on. That's true. That's Maybe true. we should be feeding him individual pieces. That's creepy. The so. key to um, uh, enjoying carrots is to put them in a fruit syrup. <laughs> a sugary fruit syrup. Eric goes wallet out. Why is that? <laughs> oh, well, we got the fresh reshers here, so he's looking for my bottle. Not fresh, there. Eric. Oh, Not fresh. Oh, wait, wait, <laughs> Um, well, there we go. Oh then. my god, that sounds that smells awful. <laughs> yep, that is gross. That is gross. Oh, down the hatch, meet you at the Oh bottom. no. Well, speaking of aged beers, um, we'll we'll move on slowly as you two get through your disgusting. I'm only going to be able to drink a very small amount. Just a little taster is all we need. Alongside this bad boy, um, some beers should be aged. Some beers shouldn't be aged. Rich's Pilsner should absolutely not be aged. This is a disgusting beer. Slash it should be drunk anyone. as fresh as humanly possible and as cold as humanly possible. Um, what we've got today is a very exciting, very mm. special event. Um, hey. About five years ago, Garage Project, our favourite uh, brewery in New Zealand, um, released a special edition version of their Day of the Dead beer, which is a chocolate chili lager that they uh, release for um, Mexican Day of the Dead. Dios de I, I don't know how to say it. I don't know how to say it. Um, but Day of the Dead, um, so they released a beer called Day of the Dead, which is a chocolate chili lager. And then five years ago, um, they released a special edition version of that beer called Triple Day of the Dead, um, which it was the same beer, I'm led to believe, but aged on uh, aged in tequila barrels Whoa. for a year. Oof. So they, they released their first bottle edition of Triple Day of the Dead, Brewed in 2013, aged for a year, released in September 2014, with the recommendation that you could drink it now, or you could cellar it, hold on to it for up to five years. Which is what Kieran Which is what I did. So I I think I ended up buying about two or three bottles. Did you? Um, Of course, drank the first two, but I held on to a bottle of Triple Day of the Dead. And as we are in November now, we just had Dias Jealous Mjordlas. I don't know how to say it. Um, but of course, that, that means that Garage Project have released their annual um, batch of uh, Day of the Dead, 
Um, Triple Day of the Dead and also uh, La Calva Catrina. Oh, yeah, which is the uh, chili rosewater mm. lager. Also very nice. Yeah, that's Kind tasty. of a lighter side. Um, and so I was just recently in New Zealand uh, just last week and I made sure Wait. that I picked up a fresh bottle mm-hmm. of Triple Day of the Dead and we're going to do a side-by-side tasting. No, no, do you think? Just, well, you made me drink a rashes. You wanted to open with well, that. Well, you I... didn't taste the carrot. <laughs> <laughs> I've got a bone to pick. Whoa! Oh, big rashes challenge done. Bones straight out. This is a big start. <laughs> I've got a bone to pick. Oh. With Coopers. Oh! Because I Coopers, have just... Coopers, the family-owned South Australian brewery. Which is Oscar West, my, my quasi-brother-in-law... He, um, it is, I would say it's in his top five favorite things in the entire world, the Cooper's Brewery. Okay. Cooper's Green, Cooper's Red. He doesn't really matter. Yeah. Sorry, he doesn't really mind. Yeah. Of course he matters. Uh, I've just found out from one of my friends that apparently the Cooper's family, because they are a family owned brewery, which is one of the endearing things about them. Yeah. They make some decent beers that are very readily available. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Apparently, they might potentially be Christian crazies. Oh yeah, I think, yeah. I think we knew that. Yeah, we I think we knew that. Apparently, yeah. they donate money to uh, homophobic causes. Exactly. Right. I mean, that's not ideal. No, I, I think that was that. There was a big thing about that. Uh, uh, was it? During the gay marriage, um, oh, right. I was going to say debate. Well, it wasn't it wasn't really a debate, but I think I think there was something in the lead up to the legalization of gay marriage in Australia mm-hmm. that Coopers came out and, and and they did something, and there was a boycott for a little while, and people were very upset about it. So I don't know if that's necessarily um, well. I just news, learned about these things. Yeah, Much like super fast jellyfish, you know, I'm I'm a little a bit little late, behind the times, a little bit late oh, on the bandwagon due to your aversion for news. And social media. <laughs> and social media and topical news. I mean, I don't know what the uh, what the exact story was, but mm. I'm pretty sure that there was something in the lead up to the legalization of gay marriage mm. that the that Coopers did something or came out and they did some event. Yeah. I can't remember. You're exactly right. Yeah, they they had some kind of uh, support or donation to anti-gay causes. Okay, I so want to say there was something uh, along those lines. Apparently, they they donated money to the Bible Society. Yes, which is a noted. Hate speech organization, essentially, yeah. but, uh, who were heavily against the against the same sex marriage plebiscite. Oh yeah, I mean um, the country's in trouble. Yeah, ever since <laughs> yeah. it happened. Oh, oh exactly. man, we're so much trouble. It's falling apart. Oh, it's yeah. falling apart. Seen, seen the seen the seen the fires up in there. Oh, <laughs> all those gays getting all those gee, gays. Wow, creating so much heat. <laughs> those bloody those bloody homos <laughs> creating all that heat. Australia used to be a nice, cool place. Now it's hot. We're running out of water too. Running out of water, yeah. yeah. It's all that evaporating from all that sexual heat. Yeah. <laughs> now I came down to Australia and uh, Cooper's was my go-to beer for the first little while. And then I heard about that and it kind of bumped me off Cooper's. And that is when I think I landed into the loving arms of VB. Oh, took, well that's even... I mean, well look, little... there's a golden spatula to VB. <laughs> yeah. There you go. No, it's provided Eric no, with veto. a This is not a democracy. <laughs> it can't be golden spatulaing VB. Everybody is welcome. Disgraceful. Everybody is welcome to a VB. <laughs>
so bone with po- bone with Coopers. Uh, next next item of business, Eric. How are you celebrating okay. Black Friday? Wow. <laughs> oh, well, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> I went down. Celebrating's a strong word. It's I a, would. It's a it's a shopping thing. Black Friday. Well, exactly. Black Friday's coming up very shortly. Uh, and I've I've uh, just name. just today I've gone out and I put out my lawn chair and my uh, sleeping bag <laughs> outside, outside my local BWS. <laughs> and at uh, 9 a.m. Get some cheap coopers. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna trample in there. On, I'm special gonna, on slabs of AB tomorrow. No, exactly. I'm going to be tipping over the displays. I'm going to be stepping on people's <laughs> necks because that's what we do. Isn't it thanks, the day after Thanksgiving? Or it is, that, is yeah. yeah. So yeah. she's going out on Thanksgiving night. night. Correct, oh, yeah. Oh. Which is a big deal. But the, the main, main event for Thanksgiving is the lunch or the dinner? Yeah, I guess you call it Thanksgiving dinner, but we never really ate it later than about 4 p.m. Okay. So very yeah. strange timing. So you exactly. have your it's kind of like Christmas. Yeah, it's Christmas yeah. dinner, but you have it at lunchtime, which I don't understand. Britain, um, <laughs> Brexit. So you'd have your you'd have your your, your lunch, uh-huh. uh, or, or, your, or your sort of your late lunch, perhaps uh-huh. your dunch, if you will. Oh no, <laughs> veto. <laughs> uh, or your lunch with a with a Welsh double L. Ah, uh, we'll tag back to that later. Will we? <laughs> we will. Uh, you'd have your late lunch, and then your sister would head out to prep for. Black Friday. That's exactly it. Yeah, and uh, and it was a real thing. It it was and still continues to be. I think I think we got our heads on straight after a few years of increasingly nasty things. Stores (laughs) stores were truly opening at midnight and staying open all night. And people started saying, "Well, this is fucked up." (laughs) Every year, there's some kind of there is honestly some kind of trampling news story that all Walmart in nowhere Alabama opened up at one a.m. And five people were taken to the hospital because they got <laughs> run over by rascal scooters or something. Yeah, I don't know. I gotta get me some new camping gear. Yeah, exactly. So, God bless America. Get me an inflatable <laughs> mattress. <laughs> That's how they speak in Alabama. Yeah. <laughs> right after Thanksgiving, dunch. I gotta get me new tackle box. Do you say dunch? Dunch. Drink your beer. What? Have you heard that before? What? That's floating around Twitter for years, I feel like. Is yeah, just because it's floating around time. Twitter doesn't mean it's good. In the hierarchy. Twitter is a toilet, so if something's floating in there, <laughs> it's not necessarily something that you want. <laughs> exactly. Lunch is dad. We'll think about breakfast, lunch, and dinner. What is is dinner Dad's uh, the dad of lunch? They're not <laughs> anthropomorphic things. They're I not people. Is. They're meals. <laughs> dinner is lunch's dad. Disgraceful. Does anybody else have a, have a, have a bone? Or yes, a I do. Oh, I'm really glad I asked this question. No, I've got a bone. Expression on Kieran's face is great. I wish you could all see it. <laughs> I got a bone to pick with Barista Brothers <laughs> coffee milk beverages, <laughs> and here's why: Barista Brothers are a uh, flavored coffee milk. Uh, I guess you'd call them a franchise, a label, a brand. Owned by Coca Cola, mm-hmm. who make lots of unhealthy, delicious beverages, mm-hmm. um, and I, I will say that yep. I thoroughly enjoy the Baristas Brothers yeah. iced chocolate. Yep. Okay. That doesn't surprise I'm me. I'm going to controversially say it's second to Nippies Is as possibly really? my hierarchy of chocolate milks. I never tried it. It's very creamy. It's luxuriously creamy. Mm. Not massive cocoa hit, okay. but um, 
the the the, the texture. Mm. Keeping in mind that mouthfeel is a banned word in this house and this podcast. <laughs> the word you're looking for is texture, you uneducated twat. Yep. Mouthfeel, fuck off. Okay. That's a secondary bone with the term mouthfeel. Not a real word. Like a little bone, like a toe bone. Like a chicken bone. rib. Yeah. A chicken rib is a small bone, which we used to sell at Nando's. So the texture's excellent. Texture's excellent, nice flavour. Yeah, it's just, oh, what a luxurious textural experience. Yeah. Here's my beef. Your bone. My bone. The, uh, the ice chocolate, Barista Brothers ice chocolate, is purple label with a purple cap. The um, <laughs> Brister Brothers dark chocolate milk is a dark blue label with a blue cap. Yep. Then they've got a they've got two types of coffee. Oh, I'm no. not sure which it is. One of them's an orange label with an orange cap. The other one's a red label with a red cap. And then you've got the mocha. Oh dear. Which <laughs> is a brown label, black cap. Oh, oh dear. Black cap. It's combining two of your least What favorite. the fuck? <laughs> Barista Brothers. Yeah. You go to all the effort to have a unified product line. You have yeah. the same label. Very, very nice. You have different colors. You got the purple label, the purple cap. The blue label, the blue cap. The orange label, the orange cap. The red label, the red cap. The brown label, the black cap. Print a fucking brown cap. <laughs> you stupid bastards. <laughs> I never thought that I'd Just see the day. Just so upsetting. You go in there and it's all you know, it's beautifully symmetrical. It's mm. easy on the eye. And then you go, Mochaccino, what the hell is going on? <laughs> it's lazy. Yeah. It's an affront to my eyes as a designer as a, and as a flavoured milk enthusiast. And I just... It drives me fucking nuts. I, um... Bone out! <laughs> I never thought I'd... Bone appetit! <laughs> I never thought I'd see the day when Kieran would have a bone to pick with a black cap. But here we are. Here we are. I know I love my black caps, but not not in that scenario. <laughs> uh, we've got we're going to have a re uh, we're going to have a re a revisit to the David Mitchell. Okay. Uh, the David Mitchell, um, which is where I choose some some sometimes esoteric sporting contests and you guys have to tip who's going to win them. And we've already had one not esoteric sporting contest, which is the Rugby World Cup final, and I believe hey, hey, Eric yeah. picked the Land of Eng, and Kieran, you tipped yeah. uh, tipped the Saffies, and the, the uh, get up, you beautiful bastards! <laughs> Don't let those pommies win, and and they didn't. Uh, so Eric, Kieran's actually starting with a bit of an advantage here. So yes. Eric, you, to win this challenge, you are going to have to tip differently to Kieran, but I know you're going to do yes, that sir. anyway because. Yes, sir. You like to play the game. He's yes, a sir. controversial flamboyant game player. Is you got to go big. So, <laughs> I'll go home. I won't mess around with this one. I won't give you too much details, but too, too many details. So we're doing another tipping contest. We're doing is another tipping contest. Okay, you prepared? To, are you ready to mark I the, am, uh, the I tips? Am. Yep. Um, so, so Eric KB, Eric, you're already one down. Um, because uh, we've got because I I tipped the uh, the South Africans to win the rugby world cup rugby world cup and they did so by an extraordinary margin I think it was it ended up being big, something like big. twenty points yeah, it was, it was, it was for a, for a final it was it was, it was well big. it was drudgery until the last ten minutes I think South Africa scored twice yeah. and just blew yeah. it apart well, we watched the game it was good did you yeah, yeah. No, I refused oh, there was a couple of tries which was nice um, okay yeah. so the first game is on Friday this coming Friday. Mm-hmm. Uh, Friday the 29th, and it's over in Western Australia 
at the Wacker Ground. Ooh, the WACA ground. We have a Sheffield Shield match. Ah. Western Australia versus South Australia featuring the likes of Cameron Bancroft and Ooh. the Marsh Boys. Oh, great. Uh, and Callum Ferguson, uh, obviously Travis Head won't be... Uh, Alex Carey potentially and um, Adam Zampa may, may potentially be playing for the Warriors. So we have the... Sorry, for the Redbacks. We have the Western Australian Warriors versus the South Australian Redbacks. They've Take. basically got an Australian second 11. Taking WA. I'm taking you WA. You don't have to tip differently. I think... I think in this game, WA are a mild, mild favourites to win this particular game. So, yeah, Kieran does seem like a, a cricket knower, so I'm, I'm not going to, I'm not going to differ from him on this. All one. right, so we've got two tips for the Warriors. Oh, that's that's a that's a dead heat. It's a shame the big dog's not here. We could have called him in, but that's okay. Uh, our next our next game is uh, all the way across the other side of the world to the merry old land of Wales. Ah, wheels. Wheels. And uh, we have a a sporting competition, which I'm sure is very close to Katie's heart, our good friend and listener, Katie. Uh, The Wales Women's Football League, or soccer, for those of you from the Antipodean Islands. Um, We have, I'm going to do an appalling job of pronouncing this, but we have (laughs) Sinkoed Ladies Football Club. Good grief. uh, Who who, who are in Kieran's favourite colours. Red on top, black on the bottom. Oh, uh, the mighty Crusaders. Yep. Um, they do look. A, it's a little bit. It's like it's like a it's like an old kind of Crusadery kind of vibe. It doesn't have that new meshy. Right. I don't know. It's, it's yeah. old school soccer. And against, and this is where the double L comes in. Yeah. The Londonin, Londonid. Sound like a stroke. I can't. I can't pronounce that. Uh, mm. Football club. Also, ladies, yep. um, and they have Newcastle stripes, much like Eric's favourite football team, the mighty, the mighty, mighty Collingwood. Oh, no, boo! <laughs> and according to the internet, this is boo, a line ball. Like this, these are these guys are apps. These sorry, these ladies oh, are absolutely like evenly matched. I like it. Um, I'm going with the Welsh pies. Welsh pies. All right. I'll go for the Welsh Crusaders. All then. right. All right. So I'm going to put. That was an easy one, wasn't it? Yeah, that was nice <laughs> easy. Um, Alright, uh, just nice to recognise that sport is going on all around the world. That's true. Presumably mattering to someone somewhere. somewhere. <laughs> the next one presumably matters oh, to Oh, the football. <laughs> Watch it, it's going to move. The Brooklyn Nets. Are, oh, the, the Nets. The Brooklyn Nets. Kyrie Irving and Kyrie Irving, um, yeah. the other guy, Kevin Durant's Brooklyn Nets. Facing off against the... New York Knicks. Ooh. Oh, so week. New York week. Derby. New York Derby. <laughs> well, I'm led to believe that the net, uh, the Knicks are not very good. Yeah. Um, but I like I like Stephen A. Smith. Okay. And he's a he's a born and bred Knicks man. So I'm going to take what I presume is going to be an upset, yeah. and I'm going to take the Knicks. Nice. Uh, nice for you. Nets. As much as I hate to take the favorites, uh, I do need to make up that point somewhere, and I'm going yes, going for the Nets. Brooklyn. Going for the Nets. Nice. Brooklyn, Brooklyn a magnificent part of the world. All right, now we're going to round it out here. I've just done a short one for this section because I know we've got a lot to get through. Our last a lot of drinking to do. Our last um, our last matchup is this is a bit of a different one. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm going for an open contest, so this is a an, and. We're gonna we're gonna be we're, we're gonna go across to uh, to Hawaii. 
Ooh. Uh, for the Maui Women's Hawaii. Tour Hawaii. Very good. And <laughs> Eric displaying a great display of the Hawaiian language. <laughs> Magnificent from you, Hawaiian Eric. dialect. Um, and I, I, I'm going to give you two options. Okay. And I just want you to tip who is going to do better in the competition. Because obviously hit to hit. There, hit is, to hit. there are a lot of entrants. Yep. And this is the Women's Pro to 2019. There are two options. And I thought just to give it a bit of extra spice, I have... Mm. Love a bit of extra From spots. the United States of America, but actually, apparently, surfing for Hawaii in this oh, competition. I like that. Can Which you do cool. that? Apparently, it's apparently, a state. Well, I, I think in surfing, you just do what you want. Thing. You can do whatever yeah. you want. Yeah. We have world number one from the United States oh, of America, geez. Carissa Moore. Carissa Moore. Okay. Okay. Carissa Moore. Yeah. Uh, she seems like a really cool person. I like, like there's a little bit of research. She seems really cool. I like it. Against another also very, very cool person from the merry old land of Oz I couldn't find anyone who was vaguely in contention from New Zealand that's okay we don't, go, we don't go on the ocean it's too cold uh, number five in the world and many time world champion Stephanie Gilmore oh yeah so two cool ladies duking it off. These these two are the are the favourites to win this particular. Duking it out in the ocean. So hopefully they'll make it to the final against each other and we'll be able to, to see it. But you just have to tip who's gonna do better in this competition. Okay. Well, who you got, Cox? I mean, are you going to be a patriot well, to your country of origin, or are you going to be a patriot to your country of currency? Oh, yeah, yeah. Don't make me choose. Okay, no, I gotta go. I'll, I'll go with the American more. Uh, USA. Oh, yeah. God bless USA. USA. Karen, we do have enough split, so you can also go with Carissa Moore if you like. But you don't have no, to. No, I'll go Stephanie Gilmore. Stephanie Gilmore, let's, okay. Let's get him on. Let's get him Let's get him on. Giving him on, I've got, already got a point advantage because of you the Sapphires. All yeah. right. Well, so that's rugby. all locked in. That's all locked in. So we'll find out on the next exciting adventure of the Barry Barry Bullock Hour. Barry Bullock Hour. The, the, the ripping Christmas cabinet episode, which um, I've purchased. Have you purchased a, already? I have purchased the oh, uh, Purvis Beer um, Christmas Advent Calendar, which is 25 delicious beers. And um, on the next episode, we're going to um, sort of draft them off cabinet style nice. and then just have a few bevies and uh, have a bit of a and Christmas definitely time. definitely not have a race afterwards. Definitely not have a race <laughs> afterwards. Speaking of delicious bevies, I have poured out both the editions of oh. Triple Day and the Dead. You it doesn't finished get your... better. That's it really okay. No, Resh is a shocking beer. Um, so we have in front of us uh, the mm. 2014 Triple Day of the Dead and the 2019 Triple Day of the Dead. It is a chili chocolate lager aged in tequila barrels for over a year and then bottled. Which means that one of these beers um, was brewed in 2013, wow. back when we were all young and in our 20s. Um, and I just cannot wait to have a break. Wow. So here we go. So, so huge. Oh, okay. Uh, even on the nose, already we're getting a distinct difference. There is a distinct difference, yeah. Uh, so what you're on, you're going to try? I'm going to try the left first. I'm going to go for the left as well. Should we all try the left one first? Uh, cheers. Chin, cheers. Chin, Beautifully done. It's the 30s, to being 30. Ooh, to being in our 30s, gentlemen. And being sensible. Being sensible and drinking big, hearty beers. Wow. Oh, I've forgotten what this tastes like. Oh, that's, that's potent. That's meaty. I am not going to be drinking any more than that. I've no, the caps is... have already gone back on, given that we're, that is, oh, I mean, that is delicious. That is yummy, yeah. yeah. I'm, going, I'm going back in for some more. <laughs> it's good, good, good hot profile, just robust. Mm. Well, it's not a stout. That's the thing. No, it's you not. Know, it's, it's, a, 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 it's a, a lager. A, a black lager. 
which I don't know how much of that is sort of um, recipe craftiness or marketing spin, but um, oh, that's very nice. It is black. Aye, aye, aye. That's nice. Shall we try, yeah, should we try yeah, the yeah. other one just to discern a difference? Yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's try the other one. Definitely smells different. Oh, yeah, that's very different. That's very different. Oh, more um, sort Whoa. of. Oh, that's tart. That's very tart. That's definitely, I mean, you'd have to say that's the aged one. I'd Not going to so. lie, drinking that after the rashes. Not good. That, not good. It's not, it's not, I, I didn't enjoy the rashes. The you rashes weren't, you was, weren't supposed to. No. To be fair. I think the one on the right is definitely the, um, is definitely the aged one. It's there's a, a, there's a rum, like, as I thought there would be a slightly see. rummy, raisiny, liquory yeah, 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 yeah. nature to it. So this was in tequila barrels, is what you were telling us. I feel like yeah. I got much more potently tequila vibes from mm. right. From the I don't know. Two, I, I don't think. know how much flavor the tequila would necessarily. The barrels would necessarily. I think they'd more impart a barrelly flavor. Mm. Um, yeah. They've both been aged for a year in the barrel, so theoretically. Mm, barrel and it's but it's, it's how it's how the beer is then aged in the bottle. Through in the bottle. This one, yeah. This one's. What's interesting to me is they've still both got. Um, Carbonation, but yeah. a fizz. Yeah. Which I thought I thought the um, the 2014 would just come out flat as a tack, mm. which I think is this one. Um, but that's definitely mm. there's definitely some bubbles in there. It's certainly not fizzy, but um, oh, it's different. Mm. See, I guess I would have thought that over time you would. Oh, how am I thinking about this? That you'd lose kind of the barreliness and things would mellow and kind of meld a little bit more with time. And so the one that strikes me as most barely most yeah recently in touch with some place where there's been tequila vapors or <laughs> is that the is that the newer one mm, mm. They i think the newer different. one you can you can more readily identify the uh, obvious flavors that are supposed to be in the beer i think you can taste chili you can taste chocolate mm. it's got a sort of freshness a lagery bite to it mm-hmm. um whereas the yeah the aged one is just it's very liqueury um very nice um, I think I prefer the fresh one. I remember when we had this years ago on yeah. tap at Purvis. Yeah. Thinking it was one of the best beers I'd ever tasted in my life. Yeah. Because all those flat. Because I like chili, I like mm. chocolate. Those are big fresh flavors that I enjoy. Um, mm. I'm enjoying the sort of the the mellow liqueuriness of the aged one. But mm. I think if I if I had to choose, I would certainly choose the uh, the fresher, livelier Triple Down the Dead. Yeah. Are we going to have a reveal? Is that what you're doing, Eric? I'm just interested. You can reveal. Neither of them tasted like BB to me, so I don't know, <laughs> I don't know which is which. Probably the greatest compliment um, you can give. <laughs> hey, while you're doing that, a little mm. throwback to a segment that we did once and never did again. You know you're a wanker. Oh. If you are being called because you are late for your flight... And you do not run. <laughs> if your name is being That's called, fair. you are holding up the plane. If you're not hustling and bustling, I was because I flew to New Zealand last week um, to run the Queenstown Half Marathon, and they were calling this lady's name, oh. and she eventually showed up. Just having a stroll. Just having a stroll. Had a takeaway coffee. Got to the thing. Put her bag down. Didn't have a boarding pass. Put her put her takeaway coffee on top of the little um, scanner thing there while she looks around. I was like, lady. You're like you're about to be offloaded. Hurry the fuck up. <laughs> so she was a wanker, and you're a wanker mm-hmm. if you do that. I'm yeah. afraid this is gonna earn me a, oh, a, no. a wanker badge. Oh, oh no, I'm Eric! Gonna, I'm gonna put 
aged Dia de los Muertos, yep. Triple Day of the Dead, in the Reshers bucket, and <laughs> that I think it's super foul. I like it. <laughs> I like it fresh, but I find the age one Ooh. as as potent and shocking on the tongue as the it's the liqueur yeah. yeah it's a liqueur it's it's turned into something that i i don't think i would enjoy drinking and there's there's bad beers that i enjoy drinking there's nice craft beers that i mm. don't like the taste of that i can still appreciate i'm having a hard time with this one <laughs> i'm having a That's real fair. hard time that is fair it is it's not really a beer i think at this point it is definitely more in the liqueur uh, phase, mm. but you're allowed not to like it. Mm. I don't really know anything about cellaring beers. It seems like an odd thing to cellar, um, but I've enjoyed the challenge of holding onto it, and I'm enjoying the side by side tasting. But I think you're right. I prefer the liveliness and the freshness of flavour in the more recent edition. I'm with you. Um, but I'm glad. So they also produced another beer which they released for the first time called Hellbender, which I also kept and have had for five years. And if you don't like this, Eric, you will not like the Hellbender. <laughs> it's a barley wine, and the, the back of the bottle literally says, you know, that this beer will only get bigger over time. Oh, so that might, you might want to bring a six-pack of VB for that one because okay. when I get a no fresh way. Hellbender, that is going to be a beastie well, tasting. So I, I will a say the beastie big, tasting. A big thanks to you for housing it and having the willpower to hold onto a beer for five years. That's I would okay. not be able to do that. And so the Hellbender, that's the one sitting over on the windowsill there for five years, right? That's a bottle of... Um, that's a. <laughs> That's a bottle of uh, cheap sparkling wine that I got given at Crown <laughs> Casino in Perth for my birthday. There you go. Um, for my thirtieth few years ago. Can you can you introduce the listener to your your beer cellar setup? I was impressed when I came over and ah, I saw yeah. where this has been living for oh, years. This is so my beer cellar is a milk crate in a cupboard. <laughs> You go down this nice set of stone stairways. There's torches, <laughs> torches burning on the wall. You yep. walk past these yep. giant climate, climate cool control size casks. You gotta, you gotta put in wine. a pin code. Beep, beep, yep. Yep. yep, yep, yep. Dimly lit. Um, uh, it's insured for millions of dollars. Earthy. Uh, no milk crate in the cupboard. Just this little orange milk crate. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's green, but other than that, all accurate. <laughs> you do good work. All correct. You all do correct. Good work. Eric, I've got, I've got, I've got something, I've got something for you. Please. Oh, okay, please. And then I've got something for you, Kieran. Okay, just to, something to, to round us out. All right. Um, I wanted to do a, a light fruit, uh, not fruit, uh, food things. Okay. Food is fun. Very broad. So I've got a, I've stroke. got a, I've got a, I've got a challenge for. Um, it's, it's not a challenge. Sorry, it's not a challenge. It's, it's not a rush's challenge. It's just a segment. It's just a segment. It's a segment. And the segment is called, How Do You Like Them Apples? Okay. <laughs> Very odd. And so, on each of the podcasts in the future, Eric, I'm going to bring hey. a different variety of apple. Yes, ah. sir. I love And I would apple. like you to what taste it. Become. And give me your delightfully polite and enthusiastic critique of the apple i was so i'm glad to do that i have a i have a i have a jazz a montague australian apple here for you okay. oh i see start us it's, off this is just a review segment a review, review segment. segment so i i like the i like the foundation of this and i'll say as a minnesotan i do have a little bit of apple in my blood and that the university of minnesota is a uh, i think a world-class breeding ground for new apple strains really so i, th- I feel like notable ones such as the honey crisp and uh, the, the listeners will fact check me on this but i think a few <laughs> no, they notable no, no they won't. <laughs> 
notable grocery store varieties that you may know and love have really? come from my dear old home of Minnesota. That's cool. That's uh, very cool. So we've got a jazz apple here. I, it's been ages since I've had a jazz apple. We got a yes. nice, a nice sticker oh. on here. Purple, some fun fonts. It's a really strong blue on it. I'll give it negative marks <laughs> you for that. Drink some more, Mike. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling not, with the impressions that I drank. Just having a little bit. That sticker was potent. That was a strong one. I'm yeah. giving, it a, giving it a little brush on the sleeve and the the waxiness, the texture. Eric's there. learning the Seems ways of the like cricket. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Just shining up that shiny new apple. Get some nice reverse swing on it. Yeah, apple. get a little bit of nibble off the pitch there. We've got a little bit through the air. What do you look for in an apple, Eric? I like, ah, uh, boy. There's there's so many things that you can find in an apple. You, you gotta have the you gotta have the visuals. You gotta what? have the the proper color. And yep. this one, I gotta say, is a, a mild a mild. It's it's almost blushing on one side, and then you get these pockets the of plain mottled yeah. yellow. It's got a little golden delicious visual vibe on the other side. Do you like large like apples on. or small apples? I usually go for the smaller apples, if mm. you can believe it. Uh, I, I usually most fruits bananas. Oranges, mandarins. I'm looking for the big fat boys. Carrots, carrots. Give me that. <laughs> give, give me a big time, uh, big time carriage. My fruit salad. And uh, no, so we've got an apple here that's just, I'd say, slightly below average in terms of size. It's got good color, no notable smell. Feels mm-hmm. good in the hand. I'll tell you all about the mouth the moment. Feel. Are we really moment. reviewing apples? Oh, mouthfeel. Don't say oh. mouthfeel. <laughs> I'll edit out mouthfeel. <laughs> I'll bleep it out like a swear word. <laughs> we should put mouthfeel in every episode now, Eric, and Kieran can bleep it out because bleeps are hilarious. I'd say this is a very refreshing mouthfeel. Eric! <laughs> it can't be refreshing and... Like, can't be. Well, it's a... Can't be a refreshing texture. So it's It can mi- be refreshing and it can be textural. I'm, what you've said is utter nonsense. <laughs> okay. And I will, not, well, I will not stand for it. Up with this you will not put? <laughs> just, just a no. How does it taste? Why are we? It's, why are you eating nice. an apple on so, the podcast? Well, it's the key thing. People want to know. So I'm going to say that's a that's a good crispness. It's about a seven out of ten on the crispness. Mm. It's no it's no rock hard Granny Smith out there. And I do love a Granny. Sweet. And it's it's got, a, it's got a light sweetness. It's got a little floral taste to it. No tartness at all. Mm. The the, uh, the the flesh in there is nice. Not that mealiness that you get from some apples. Good and I'm going to say. That. Two thumbs up. And Two thumbs up. Excellent. That's been this this week's uh, dose of mouth feeling with Eric. Fuck <laughs> Eric. <laughs> um, all right. So I've got one last thing for the podcast here for you. Better not be about fucking apples. Um, Eric said more about an apple than he said about the beer that I sell <laughs> for five years. <laughs> I, Eric I would... said this one's nice. I don't like this one as much. And then spent five minutes talking about an apple. <laughs> I, I like I, I'm in, but I just really wish that I hadn't drunk a Reshes before. Well, so you should have tasted the carrot. <laughs> um, my last thing for you, Karen, yes. is that given that given that Senor Nick Barry is a is is a limited appearance yep. on yep. a number of yep. things now. We'll try and get him for the next one. We'll try and get him. For the get next him down one. for some Christmas beers. The, the podcast could even go out there. Maybe we'll give him a call. Does feature his name. It does. Uh, but it feels a bit weird having the Barry Bullock Hour without one of the sides of Barry. So to bring more of the Barry back in, yep. my, uh, my, uh, my, another segment that I'm proposing to introduce. We're getting, we've got so many segments. I, know, I love segments, especially if they had cool names. Like, how do you like them apples? Mm. Sometimes, sometimes the name of the segment is better than the segment. <laughs> and if and you this, say mouthfeel one more fucking time, <laughs> this segment is called, this segment is called, 
things Barry Bullock likes to do. Ah, oh, my dad. Your dad. So I would like you to tell us, because your dad is, is oh, a character and a half. He is. I'd like you to tell us the story of when we that time when we broke down in the car in Christchurch and your dad came and rescued us. I don't know if I remember it all that well. Just give us the pricey, because it, it's one of my favourite things that well, your dad what has it, maybe done. You, you, maybe you could just tell it. Because I'm not a very gifted storyteller. But yeah, but I don't remember the story. So <laughs> between the two of us, we are in trouble. So we were driving out to see... I think we were driving out to see... I think we were probably driving out to Woody and to see Jamie. Yeah, to see Jamie. Yeah. We were, we were. Yeah, we broke down on the side of the road in Kayapoi, or near Kayapoi somewhere. Yeah. And then none of oh, us none of us had, none of us had cell phones because we're all obviously like on Australian phones on global right. roaming. Yeah, yeah. So we needed and to, then like, we had trek. to we had to walk into Kayapoi. And then remember we stood at the bus stop. We all got a bit sunburned. We all stood at the bus stop waiting for the, the bus in the Kayapoi. Oh. And then the bus driver didn't even stop, just hooting straight oh, past us. Oh, and Kieran had a big bone to pick oh, there. Furious. Um, was close to writing a letter to We're Carl. standing there at the bus stop and it's like the guy didn't even stop. Like, what sort of fucking bus driver are you? And then if I remember rightly, we walked into Kayapoi. Yes. Which I think was a... And we ended up at the McDonald's. And, and then I think... Your sister. We call... I think we got on... We, we got on... Um, I think we probably had to buy a phone card and go to a payphone mm. to call home and get Dad to come out. And that's as much as I can remember... In terms of the details, um, well, the, the the kicker to this is, <laughs> your dad came out, he fiddled around with the engine for a bit, yeah, and he said, "All right, here's your problem. It's an old car, and I can't really do a very good impersonation of your dad. You do you do a pretty good impersonation, yeah. Um, it, it's an old car. What we've got to do? I've got it going again, but we're going to drive home." The critical thing is... No, that's right. If the, if the car the car engine needs to kick it, keep kicking over at a certain number of revs, so if you drop below 70 kilometres an hour, then the car will just conk out again. So I think you and I got in Juliet's car. I think you and I got in Juliet's car and Tom got in the car with Barry. And... We drove home and Juliet proceeded to drive you insane by playing Happy. No, oh, it's a shit um, song. And that is my enduring memory. A beautiful, sunny um, Canterbury afternoon, hooning along, and your dad fucking hooning. He would have hooned it. He, yeah. he didn't drive. Tom got out of the car looking white as a ghost, and Barry <laughs> had not slowed down <laughs> 70 kilometers an hour basically the entire way there. Yeah, I mean, that does sound like <laughs> Speed Demon. Um, got so- the job done. Well, we should wrap it up there we because we've got to go do a race, we and we've been talking for a long time. Yeah. As is the nature of the podcast. This has been fun. Has been very fun. Uh, thank you, Garage Project, for your delicious beers. Thank you, Reshes, for your shit. Thank you, Barista's Brothers, for raising my blood pressure. And uh, thank you, boys, for coming down. Cheers, Cheers, thank you for Thanksgiving Ripper. week. And big thank you. Thanks. Let's give, give some thanks here. Give some Let's thanks. Give some yeah. thanks. Big thanks to Kieran for, for yeah, celebrating this and, and being so incredibly <laughs> thoughtful and organising the race, which I'm very much looking forward to. I've got some surprises for that. I as bet well. you fucking do. The logistics. Yeah. You made Eric review an apple, so who the hell <laughs> knows what's going to happen? Well, in the he needs the energy well, for the race. He's got a title club. Mouth feeling with no. We'll be we'll be back. No, Eric, you're banned from mouthfeel. All right, episode 29's done.